and thank you for joining me on today's episode of the Game Mindset Match Podcast. I'm your host, Neve, and I'm ready to jump right back into our Real Reviews series. If you've looked at our Instagram recently, you will have seen that today's episode is going to be about the book Mindset, The New Psychology of Success by Carol Dweck. And I wanted to start off by giving you a little bit of information about the book and also about the author herself. So Carol Dweck is 76 years old and she is an American psychologist and professor. Having been born and raised in New York City, she attended Barnard College, which is right across the street from Columbia, and then earned her PhD in psychology from Yale. And Dweck has spent her career working in academia. She has worked for the universities such as University of Illinois, Harvard, Columbia, and she now currently serves as the Lewis and Virginia Eaton Professor of Psychology at Stanford. She also has many honors to her name. She's been elected to the American Academy of Arts and Sciences, as well as the National Academy of Sciences. And in 2011, she received the Distinguished Scientific Contribution Award from the American Psychological Association. And her entire career has been dedicated to researching motivation and mindset and how both of those connect and how that fuels people to work on their goals and to achieve their dreams. And all of that she put together into one book, the one that I'm going to be speaking about today. And just so that you guys have an idea of what I'm going to be going through, I'm going to give you a little bit of information about her view on the different mindsets and then how she relates all of that back to sports. So in the book, she talks about two different types of mindsets, the fixed mindset and the growth mindset. And these are terms that you may have heard before, but I want to just define them because I'm going to be going into much more detail later in the episode. And I want you to make sure that you guys have a good understanding of it first. So the fixed mindset is basically the belief that all of your qualities and abilities are permanent and they're unchangeable. And if you're in the fixed mindset, this means that you always are trying to prove yourself and prove that you have innate talent and capabilities and not doing well at something automatically means that you've failed. And it also means that putting in hard work means that you're simply not talented. And if you're not talented, you can never learn to become better at such a skill. Now, the other type of mindset, the growth mindset, is the belief that all of your qualities and abilities are not permanent and they can be changed and improved through effort and determination. And if you adopt the growth mindset, this means that you will thrive during tough times and you will learn from those moments. It's kind of like that saying, what doesn't kill you make you stronger. It basically means that no matter what is in front of you, you are always going to work hard and you are going to learn a lot from the challenge that you face. And it also means that you not only work to maintain your strengths, but you work even harder to improve any weaknesses that you have. So I just wanted to give you a quote that kind of encapsulates what Dweck is wanting from people after they read this book. So it goes, quote, mindsets are just beliefs. They're powerful beliefs, but they're just something in your mind and you can change your mind. As you read, think about where you'd like to go and which mindset will take you there. So she starts off the book this way so that as she talks about all the different mindsets, all the ways that you can apply it, you're constantly thinking about how it relates back to yourself. So one of the chapters that she has is called Sports, the Mindset of a Champion. And obviously, 
being a tennis player and hosting a sports podcast means that I'm going to give you a lot of information about what came in this chapter. So during this section of the novel, she discusses what the fixed mindset and growth mindset is in relation to sports. And she uses a lot of different examples of different professional athletes. So I want to give you just some quick highlights. And as I'm reading through these descriptions, see if you can spot a pattern and see what you can figure out from what I'm telling you. So the first person was Billy Bean, who was a professional baseball player. He was one of the most physically gifted players in his high school league. And he started in the minors and then got bumped up to the majors. But once he did, things didn't go the way he had planned. Every time he came up to the plate and batted and missed, it was a failure and he was absolutely humiliated. And when he came up again the next time, it was even worse. And so Billy Bean, who before his career in the MLB had started, had been compared to Babe Ruth, now left the league as just a mediocre player. The second person is Muhammad Ali, who was the boxer. When he started his career, he was not fast. He did not have a boxer's physique. He had zero strength and he had terrible technique. Now, one of his opponents, Sonny Liston, checked all of these boxes, but eventually Ali beat him, which was something that no one placed any bets on. And the reason he was able to do this was because he studied his opponent's fighting style and observed them as a person outside of the ring. This meant that he got a bigger picture about how their mind worked and was able to predict what they were going to do in their fight. And then the final person is Michael Jordan, who all of you will know as the NBA player. But what you might not know is that when he was in high school, he got cut by his high school varsity coach. He did not get signed by his number one choice for college, and he even went third in the NBA draft. And so you might not connect this with the Michael Jordan we know now as one of the greatest basketball players, if not the greatest, to have ever played the sport. However, when he was in high school, he would leave the house early to practice before school. When he was at college, his coaches praised him for constantly working on his weaknesses. And in high school, college and the professional league, he would always practice missed shots after games, even when he wasn't asked to. And one of the former Bulls assistant coaches, John Bach, said this about Jordan, quote, a genius who constantly wants to upgrade his genius. So after going through all of these different athletes, I hope that you were able to see the difference that I was trying to emphasize between Bean and Ali and Jordan. And that is simply mindset. Bean lived in a fixed mindset. He could not be a failure. And when he failed, he didn't think he could get any better. And so eventually he just stopped trying. Whereas Ali and Jordan were constantly looking to improve. They accepted their areas of weakness and did even more work to try and make those just as good as their strengths, or in some cases, make them even better. And after discussing what mindset looks like in professional athletes, Dweck talks about how the growth mindset fosters character. And in sports, she defines character as, quote, the ability to dig down and find strength even when things are going against you. So just like mindsets, character can be learned and it can also be developed. So if you're thinking about yourself and you realize, maybe I don't have that much character in my sport, that doesn't mean you never will. For me, I know that I can always continue working on my character in sports. I can continue working on my resilience, 
my fight and my mindset. And knowing that it can be developed should not deter athletes from working on it. Instead, it should actually encourage you to know that you can get better at it. And it will actually give you an advantage against most other opponents who don't view character, who don't view the growth mindset as essential to being successful in their sport. And the last thing that I wanted to talk about from this chapter were the three different things she found about growth mindset and its application in sports. So the first finding was that people with the growth mindset find success when they are trying their best, constantly looking to learn and constantly looking to develop their skills. And this is seen in champions in all sports, like we saw earlier with Muhammad Ali and Michael Jordan. And what this means is that we need to enjoy the process and understand that practicing isn't a bad thing. It's what makes you better. And I know there's that really cliche saying that goes practice makes perfect. Well, I'm sorry to tell you this, but it's not true. Practice does not make perfect. Instead, practice gives you the opportunity to improve and to develop your skills so that you can reach your potential and you can reach your destiny in that sport. And for me, I'll admit it, I used to hate focusing on the small steps and the process and the tiny little victories, but I've changed as a person. And if you listen to my last episode, Climbing the Staircase, which I definitely recommend you do, that was all about the process. And I hope that you can understand that if you focus on these small steps, on climbing the staircase, you will see drastic changes in your athletic abilities. The second thing that Dweck found was that people with the growth mindset do not back down in the face of a challenge, in the face of a mistake or a setback. Instead, they use it as motivation. So if you're struggling to master a skill, to learn a play, or to complete an exercise in the gym, if you're a fixed mindset person, you're going to give up. But if you're a growth mindset person, you're going to keep pushing so you can get past that hurdle. Because in the end, you're the only one who can make yourself go back out there and work harder to pump yourself up and to motivate yourself to do even more than the person next to you. And I know that I've had many bumps on the road that is my tennis career. When I was younger, I used to get really frustrated and mad and deflated when I just couldn't figure something out. But after adopting the growth mindset and working on it for several years now, I now see those situations as opportunities to improve and become better than my opponents. And that's how all athletes should think. I mean, who doesn't want to be better than the people they're competing against? If you can adopt a growth mindset and really focus on improving it, then you're going to automatically be better than your opponent because I can guarantee you that they're not doing the same. And then the last thing that Dweck found was that people with the growth mindset take their success into their own hands. And this basically means that they don't sit back and allow things to come to them and they don't expect others to do something for them either. They proactively find solutions, get advice from others, and make goals so that they know what they're focusing on. I've learned this a lot being at the academy. When I first moved here, I didn't want to let such an incredible opportunity go to waste. So I decided to take advantage of all the new resources and the expertise from my coaches, psychologists, and even my teammates in the hopes of making myself both better and stronger. And when you're an athlete, you cannot wait for things to just click. You need to make that happen for yourself. 
And you need to find the ways to motivate yourself so that you can take control of your own destiny. To close out this section of the book, I wanted to leave you with this quote from Dweck. It is, quote, character, heart, the mind of a champion. It's what makes great athletes. And it's what comes from the growth mindset with its focus on self-development, self-motivation, and responsibility. And that's everything that I have to say about the sports chapter. But just looking at this book overall, I would absolutely recommend this book. All athletes out there listening right now, please go and get this book and read it. You may think that I told you everything that you need to know, but trust me, there is so much more to learn about and so much more that will put you ahead of all of your competition. And if you're not an athlete, but you're still listening, I would also say, please go and read this book because it includes so much more detailed information about the two mindsets and also how it relates to business, to school, to relationships and parenting. So definitely a must read. Please go and take a look and please tell all of your friends and family too. And so for the next episode that I have coming up, I have everything sorted out, everything lined up, but you're going to have to stay tuned to find out more because I don't want to spoil anything. And so if you want to know what it's going to be about, make sure to follow my Instagram page, which is game underscore mindset underscore match. So you can get all the updates and everything that you'll need to know about April's episode. Thank you all again for listening. I hope you enjoyed this episode of the Real Review series with my first book review. And I hope to see you all again in April. Have a great day.